Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to the realest podcast in the dunya, the three Muslims. Today we're joined with the three Muslims, me, myself, and I, alhamdulillah. <laughs> Until Fahd and Anhong can get back, inshallah, I'm just going to be doing this uh, solo for a little bit. Uh, inshallah, they should be back soon. Hope you guys are doing well, inshallah. Let me know how you guys are doing in the chat and let me get you guys started with the itinerary for today. So first and foremost, do you guys want a stream with Sonny Faz and his mom? Because they're down to do another stream, inshallah. Uh, let me know if you guys want that. Comment down in the comment section, Sonny Faz and his mom. Next, Bismillah, we're going to talk about uh, Aiden Ross speaking about Islam. I react to a small clip, but there's, I think, a longer version of that or a longer you know, discussion that he had. So inshallah, we're going to discuss that, dissect it, break it down, and I'm going to give my thoughts on that. And then later we have not one but two shahadas today, two lovely brothers accepting Islam, alhamdulillah. Last week, actually, we were supposed to have a brother accept Islam on stream, but um, it just uh, didn't work out. I forgot about it, and he didn't join at the, the, the time. So we accepted Islam, alhamdulillah, afterwards, uh, just in private, me and him. So without further ado, I can see everyone wants uh, Sonny Fass and his mom to come on again. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Brother Muhammad is just like, eh, why not? <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. All right. <clears throat> All right. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So without further ado, we don't have much time because the first brother is going to take a shahada around 645. So let's just start with the reaction. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let me pull up the file here. And let's begin. Came, came down right now. You said what? If an extraterrestrial being came down right now. Okay. Was it like an alien? Yeah. Basically, okay. no, basically, really, if anybody just popped up. The apocalypse is what you're saying, right? No, or, if anybody or, just popped up. Like, we I don't give a fuck where they came like from. Black hole came from. I don't give a fuck where they came from. They okay. was 10, they was fucking 20 feet tall, right? And they had powers. Like, they could just move shit, do this and like. And he said, I am the, I'm the God. I'm believing I've, 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 I've returned. I believe it. Everybody's so gonna believe he died, right? Because in the Quran, said so that's gonna happen, huh? So, so that's what I want to say. So, so I want to say this, Nagibo. Okay, so immediately, Brother Ziaz puts forth this hypothetical. I think with the with the point I'm trying to show, if someone comes and has supernatural abilities, you would be believe they're God. <clears throat> I would not believe they're God. I would say the fa the very fact that they are on Earth and they have a limited size, a limited height, and they're doing certain things, even if it's like supernatural and whatever, I wouldn't say they're God. If they said I'm a messenger from God or like God sent me and gave me abilities, okay, that's one thing. But the very fact that they're on earth proves that they're not God because they're they're all of a sudden they're contingent, you know? And the fact that they're even extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial in what sense? That they are from somewhere else in the universe, right? So being from somewhere else in the universe, you're still contingent on the universe. So that person or that thing, that alien cannot be God. And I were talking about the Quran, bro. A lot of stuff. Now it's gonna be like a like a creature that looks like God. He's gonna, he's gonna bribe you to thinking that he's God, but he's not God. But Why would God want to fool us though? Now the Bible, no, it's, it's not God. God. The Bible says the same God. thing. God. The Bible says the same thing. The Antichrist, the return of the Antichrist. Right. Um, have you guys seen the movie This Is the End? No, I haven't. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. You saw it where like they get it's sucked called, up. It's called the, the, the it's called the job. They're saying it right now. So the okay, but they call it the apocalypse here, right? Well, no, sorry. They call it the apocalypse in Christianity, right? I'm asking you guys. I'm Christian Catholic, Catholic, Christian apocalypse, yes? Talk, what, no. The end, the, like, is that what you're talking about? No, you're saying, like, the creature gonna come to, like, Earth. 
and pretend he's God. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's the same. Oh, that's an imposter. An imposter. Okay. I get you. It's an imposter too, right? Yeah. Y'all not getting me though. Why would a motherfucker come down like that though? You not believe? It's a sign. It's like the world about to come to an end. So that's why you're supposed to be in your Bible. Is that what you're supposed to know? Like, but God shouldn't get you if you don't fucking know. If I don't know, but you're supposed to know. That's you're, you're supposed, supposed to know. So, because God, God basically, God will never bribe you to do something that's against your religion. So, the, what the, type of bribe is a nigga gonna say? What is he gonna say? Something you he, want? He, he could bring back your dead relatives. That's yeah. One. He could like literally bring them back to life. So that's some earth shit. Yeah. He could like so, make okay, it I'm supernatural. Not that nigga, so, so earth, some earth shit. I'm not gonna believe no earth shit. Now, but he's gonna do shit to make you think he's God. Like he's gonna do shit. Like, y'all gotta hey, realize. Chat religion on y'all, by the way. I'm just but curious. Y'all gotta realize, bro. It's a fake God. This is actually very interesting. This is very, very interesting because we actually know that the Dajjal will have limitations. There will be things that he can only do once, right? For example, the hadith that mentions that there will be a man who basically like rebels against the Dajjal. He says, I don't believe that you're God. And then the Dajjal will cut him in half and put him back together. And then he will ask, now do you believe I'm God? And the man will say, now I know for a fact that you're not God. And I know for a fact that you are the Antichrist. You are Dajjal. And why does he say this? He said, because I know you can only do that once. You can't do it again. So he challenges him, you know, cut me in half again and pull me back together again. Do it again. Prophet Salam, he said, he, he, Dajjal will only be able to do it once. So he's limited. So it is tricks and deception and so on and so forth. Maybe Allah will give him powers. Whatever, Allahu Alam. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet Salam made it very clear. Actually, I believe there's a hadith that said every single prophet warned their people about the day of judgment and about the Dajjal, about the Antichrist, subhanAllah. So this is something that, you know, you see in Judaism, you see in Christianity, actually you don't see, I don't know if they don't believe in an Antichrist or if they believe that it was Jesus, but regardless, you see it in Christianity, you see it in Islam, so on and so forth. So, and back to what I said about the aliens and so on and so forth. If a man is coming and he's a man, he's a human being or he's an alien or he's a physical thing and he's saying, I'm God, he's contradicted himself. God who is not a physical thing is now a physical thing saying I'm God. God that's not a limited thing is now a limited thing saying I'm God. Astaghfirullah You know, it's many ways to debunk that kind of claim. So when the Dajjal comes, he says, I am God. And you just have to look at him. Say, listen, you're a hunchback, broad shoulder, one eye, a thing with a kafir on his forehead. How are you God? Astaghfirullah Muslim Paul just says there's no antichrist in Judaism. Jazakallah khair for clearing that up uh, for me and for the people. Barakallah fiqh. But let's get back to the video. Bismillah. Okay. Do y'all Okay. In the, in the Quran, does it talk about how basically um, Satan has dominion over Earth? He is what? He's basically the god of this Earth. Nah, we don't, they don't talk about that in the Quran. Okay. So in the Bible, it like it talks about how basically God gave Satan dominion over the Earth, right? Yeah. And he's basically the god of this Earth, right? So. Never mind, that's too deep. I don't fuck. In bro, that's too deep, though. It's too fucking deep because I could get into some whole yeah, other yeah, shit. Yeah, like, but that's straight. Get into it, though. Because the same was an angel before he turned into a saint. He was an angel. Yes, he was. He was a big god and became He was. He was an angel and then he became an antichrist. Yeah. Or an anti angel. Yeah, but he got cast down to earth. But I also feel like niggas who fail. People think he got cast down to hell. No, he got cast down to earth. Yeah, I know. If they're the same, so he has the man over her. Do you believe in hell and um? Heaven, yes, I do. Hell and, hell and heaven, and okay, okay, because you know in Judaism, you don't believe there's no hell. Just to jump in, we don't believe that Shaitan has dominion over Earth. We actually believe that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala 
put the human beings on the earth to give them dominion, to make them a khilafah. He actually says, I've put, or basically I will put, you know, a creation of human beings on earth as a khilafah. Or he said, I'll put a new khilafah on earth, essentially. He announced that to the angels. There, there is no hell because all Jews are, are promised in the promised land. Mm. Uh, Abraham, uh, no, that's that's how it is. I, I don't like. Also, fun fact: there is no exact like depiction or, or or you know demonstration or explanation of hellfire in you know the Old Testament, but they do have the word jahannam, which in Arabic jahannam uh, is is you know hellfire basically. Well, jahannam is like a beast specifically, but um, yeah, also hellfire. Like I said, I don't, know, I don't really know too much. It's weird. So what if you're a bad, if, what if you're a bad person? What do you go in your religion? That's heaven. Even if you're bad, you go to heaven. But what, okay, but here's the thing. That's another thing. What, what the fuck is bad? Because good and bad is a human construct. You feel what I'm saying? But I feel like some, but that's where we go back to. What's bad, what what's bad now it wasn't bad back in the day. You're right. It's changing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, adapted. I agree with you. Bro. Weed and shit. Like you talking about. Yeah, we detect humans what's good and bad. Okay. Like weed, killing. If you look at like all those houses are in the Quran, all, 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 religion, all those houses are in the Quran, though. All what? All those. That's what. That's what I'm trying Quran. to tell you. In oh. the Quran, that's. They say you can't smoke weed. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. Too Here's the thing about the Quran. This is what I like about the Quran. I don't smoke weed. No this way. But I'm this is what I like about the Quran a lot. A lot of the stuff that's in the Quran is applying to today. That's true. A lot. Like everything that's like prohibited in Islam has a, a great like reason. It's happening. It. Like it's it's it's, it's it's um you know what I mean. So I don't know, bro. The world, it's, it's so you believe in that thing with the box. What's that thing? A box, bird box. What's that thing? The box, it's a big okay. Before I move on to the box, he's talking about the Kaaba, I'm, I assume. Um, but before we move on to that, Ziaz mentioned that the thing about morality, good and evil, and that stuff is the human construct. It's not a human construct. If okay, I'll put it like this if God exists, then it's not a human construct. It's up to God to tell us objectively what is good, what is bad, what is you know evil, and so on and so forth, moral and immoral. But if God does not exist, then it's 100% subjective. And this is actually why you need God. If you believe that there should be justice and there should there is good and evil, so on and so forth, you need to believe in God. If you believe that there needs to be people who brought to justice, you need to believe in Allah. You need to believe in the day of judgment. If you want to make sense of suffering in the world, you know, evil in the world, if you want to make sense of it, there has to be a God. People like to put it like, uh, people like to say that if God exists, why is there evil? Why is there suffering? Habibi, one, evil, without God, you can't even define what evil is. Secondly, without God, you cannot even make sense of your suffering. Your suffering, is, suffering exists regardless, you know? With God, at least you can make sense of the suffering. And we know people suffer for different reasons and that stuff. But back to the main point, you know, good and evil, these are things that only God can tell us, you know, what is and what isn't good and evil. Without God, it's Yanni, or oh, I think this, I think that, um, N-A-Z-I, Germany, you know, believe something else. How can you prove they're wrong without God? You know, it's, it would be impossible. Yeah, it's box that everybody... Religion, oh, oh, the Kaaba, the Kaaba, the Kaaba. Mm -hmm. It's like so, it's in Mecca. So, so, so they said something about this motherfucker told me <clears throat> the planes can't go across and it's just like a fucking disappearance or shit. No, 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 no. That's Is he talking? Is he talking about the Bermuda Triangle? Is he talking about the Bermuda Triangle, man? <laughs> Into a black hole what? or some shit. I said, ah, oh, <laughs> niggas here, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. That's what I heard. The motherfucker told me that shit. I'm like, man, niggas be crazy. That's bro. bullshit, bro. Yeah. They
Yeah. Oh, it's called the Bermuda Triangle? I don't know. Some box, called, it's called a Kaaba. It's called a Kaaba. Mm. It's like a big ass black box. Yeah. And everybody okay. So in you Africa, Andrew? Yeah, I'm happy. Where we born? Bali. The West, West Africa. Okay, so, okay, as an African, I'm curious, like, because you know, traditionally, mm-hmm. we don't practice religion. True. We practice spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And religion was basically forced upon us, like, when we got colonized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, it wasn't, like, preached through, like, Jehovah Witness knocking on your door. Like, they literally came down, destroying villages, killing yep. chiefs, yeah, no raping choice. women. Yeah, like, yeah, it was no, no choice. choice. It yeah, was yeah. forced upon us. Yeah. That's only true for Christianity. That is 100% only true for Christianity. Islam, as far as I know, did not do such a thing. Because it's prohibited in Islam. There's no compulsion in religion. You're not allowed to go in and, and put anything to someone's head and force them to become a Muslim. But when you look at what Constantine did in Africa, he basically forced and coerced people to accept Christianity. Islam did no such thing. Islam basically spread all throughout Africa, but not by force. Yeah, there were expansion wars and that stuff, but we never forced people to accept Islam. Uh, even if we would kind of take dominion over that land, um, there there is no such thing, you know, as like harassing the people or attacking them or you know R A P E to those people. There's no such thing in Islam, alhamdulillah. And then furthermore, down the line, if you look at the uh, cross Atlantic or transatlantic slavery, what happened is they basically took them and they forced Christianity upon them. You know what I mean? So a lot of you know Africans in in North America or in, in, in the UK, for example, who are Christian, it's very possible that they were Muslim once upon a time. And they're only Christian because their ancestors who were brought over here and, and you know forced to be slaves, they were forced to adopt Christianity as well. So it's uh, he actually brings up a really good point. I just want to emphasize that the Muslims did not do this. It was only the Christians. So like what are your what are your like what's your sentiments on like on that? Mm. To be honest, I just think, I don't know, bro. I just think Islam is the right religion, in my opinion. Because that's, but, that's but, how I was born. That's like, that's like, do you think that's because that's how you, that's all you've known since you To be honest, even, right, like, even without it, I still think that's the right religion, though. Because okay. everything that's like, that's said in the Quran years ago is literally happening now. Years ago. Like, years. Like, so, years. Yeah, yeah, but, but do you understand Quran, spirituality? How yeah, spirituality works? Mm-hmm. I'm very big on spiritual. That's what I believe in now. Mainly over everything, to be honest. Spirituality, you know? Yeah. Big on that shit. So what is the Quran saying now? What do y'all keep saying? The okay, Quran so, saying it right now. The Quran, the Quran. What the fuck is the Quran saying? You gotta be careful, bro. I know, I know. You um, can't, you can't really say specific okay, things. Okay, damn. Right, I, I never say it then. Shit. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. We are on. You screen. can say the same about the Bible. I see people say you can say the same thing about the Bible too, though. The, the Bible has stuff that applies. Yeah, yeah. It is. The Bible is too. Yeah, and so, honestly, the Torah is too. The Torah is the Old Testament, so the Torah is what what happened before the Bible, the Holy Bible. And um, they're very, very similar. It's just different people writing, writing yeah. the, the book. But that's what but I'm saying, okay? Okay. That's why when you look at all religions, down. when you look at... Shut everybody down. So why the fuck you can't have your own story? What's wrong with that? <laughs> nigga, be living my goddamn life, doing what the fuck I want to do. And a nigga say, goddamn, B. Lou was that nigga when he was here. He had problems doing this. He had problems doing that. But he was still that nigga. And he died, and that nigga lived happily ever after. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with that? But I feel like religion... I mean, the problem with that is it's, it's fictional. And you know what? I was watching the video that Blogging Theology put out recently with Dr. Ali Atai. And he literally says that that's exactly what the, you know, the people who had any kind of authority did. Whoever authored the, go- the Gospels, Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John, and Paul himself, they literally took like Greek folklore. They took Greek tales and basically 
made Jesus the protagonist in those stories or made Paul the protagonist in those stories. Like the whole, the whole tale of Paul persecuting Christians and then he sees a light and it's God, Jesus Christ. And he says, you know, something along the lines of like kicking in the gonads, like, like how do you kick me in the gonads or something, something like that. There is a Greek story before, I believe before the time of Jesus at Aesodem that had that same exact thing. It had basically a, a, uh, a God, son of God thing um, <clears throat> incarnated. And basically there was this person who was persecuting be believers in that God. And then that God appeared in the form of a light and then said that same exact phrase in Greek, you know, something about kicking him in the gonads. I suggest you go watch the full video, but that's literally exactly what the Christians did. You know, um, even the a crucified, uh, the crucified son and so on and so forth incarnated and like eating drinking the blood of jesus and, and and eating the flesh of jesus and so on and so forth all these things existed uh with pagan origins so i mean that's the problem with it it's, it's fictional whereas when you look at you know the original torah the original gospel the quran as it stands i don't want to say the original because we have the original alhamdulillah uh, you know it's based on what god has revealed to the prophets like, 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 oh i was saying be careful it like i don't know it's bad to talk about it like Balance shit up. Yeah, I feel like it just balance it up. But I feel like I don't know, bro. I feel yeah, like it's religion. not bad to talk about. We're being very specific. All religion is beautiful. It's it, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not. All religion is beautiful. I, we're not disrespecting any religions. Like I'm saying it over and over again. Every religion has its own comparisons and similarities in all of them. It's crazy. Most of it had the same belief, bro. Most religions. Yeah, like most of them do. Most, most of them. So majority actually. Yeah. Religion is to control. That's what's, I feel like your spirit gonna talk to you, bro. Do what your spirit say, bro. Because if you think about it, bro, this life ain't shit, to be honest. What if some people's spirits or spirit tells them to go off someone? Then what? What if my spirit says to go off your spirit? Is it just like a battle of the spirits then? <laughs> we need something objective as human beings. You know, we need something evidential, self evident, even. Uh, something from the divine to really make anything of life, you know, good, evil, purpose, suffering, objectivity, and all that stuff. And you know, it's actually very, it's crazy because Allah says in the Quran, have you seen the one who takes his own nafs, his own self, his own soul, his own desires? The scholars say it means their vain vain desires to eat and to, to have intercourse with so-and-so so and all this stuff. Have you seen the person who takes their desires as their God? You know? They take their desires as their God, meaning, and it's, I'm not hitting on the brother, you know, this is what he believes, that's his prerogative, that's okay, that's no worries. But this is what it leads to. You're basically not, what is the spirit? How do you, how are you, how's your spirit talking to you? Literally, you know, you get hard, you're like, oh, I want to be with this woman. You get hungry, oh, I want to eat this and eat that. That's literally, it's, it's more animalistic than anything. So, we need something from the divine. And inshallah, you know, we, we do invite Aiden onto the podcast, so we're going to see if we can reach out to him or his manager. But uh, we do invite him on, inshallah. Hopefully, we'll be able to uh, speak with him. America, like the, the founding fathers of America weren't even Christians. They weren't? What were they? They was Freemason, bro. Like, <laughs> they wasn't worshiping Jesus, nigga. What exactly is a Freemason? Like, I don't feel like that's too deep to get into. <laughs> 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 really? That's it's too so deep. Bad. That's different. That's OD. Mm. But yeah, religion, I feel like that shit. I believe it. I believe it. Now everyone's saying, yeah, 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 everyone's saying sure. chill now. Everyone's saying stop now. <laughs>
What's with the chat? I don't, I don't get it. What's with the chat? Why are they acting like this is some like crazy thing? If you talk about it, you're going to be, you know, is God is going to smite you or something, bro. It's relaxed. Like relax. You're talking about religion, talking about God, talking about which way of life, which religion is true. Why are people telling them to chill? I don't see a reason for people saying chill other than they have a really weird understanding of religion or they're extreme in the sense that you cannot talk about it or they literally don't want people to talk about Islam because like they know it's the truth and they don't want people to accept Islam. I don't know why people are so against it. Nah, but, but you see how everybody's saying chill because they're scared of it? Yeah. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. They have okay. the whole population practicing the religion. Hmm. Think, think about it. What's the number one... I'm um, scared, bro, please. What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Think about, it's not funny. Think about it. My, 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 what's the lowest <laughs> form of uh, what's the lowest frequency? Lowest frequency. As far as what? The lowest form of frequency. I don't even know about frequency like that. I just know music got a frequency. Yeah, this frequency. Right now you're gonna get into I have chills. Just let's not talk about this. It's literally fear. Right. That's what I have right now. Exactly. The lowest form of frequency is fear. Bro, Zeke, uh, stop. What is religion? What is our religion? Religion based on fear. Fear. Are you a let me ask you a question? Wait, what? All religion is based on fear. I actually don't think there's a single religion on the face of the earth, as like at least the mainstream ones. I don't think there's a single religion on the face of the earth that's based on fear. Judaism, what's Judaism based off of? The one God. What is what is Christianity based off of? They would probably say the one God. I would say the sacrifice and, and the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Believing in Jesus died for your sin. And some people would say, you know, grace and, and good works as well. What is Islam based off of? La ilaha illallah. There's no one worthy of worship except for Allah. Where's the fear in that? Yeah, there are aspects of if you do bad, you will be punished. But there's aspects of that in the law as well. Like, look, look I can't go off somebody I don't like without the fear of being put either, you know, to... Um, offing myself or in jail the rest of my life so i mean fear is necessary fear is what stops people from doing heinous things and i don't see why you know that would be a bad thing per se are you islam because are you islam because of the fear of what will happen if you don't act a certain way or because that's just who you are same with christians same with christians what is all Christ christianity based on they're scared of I actually think Christians are are arrogantly confident they're, that they're going to, to heaven. I think they're arrogantly confident. I don't think they're scared of hell, bro. If they're scared of hell, they'd accept Islam. I think they're arrogantly confident thinking that they're going to go to heaven. That's one of their arguments against Islam. Oh, we know we're going to heaven. You guys don't know. So <laughs> prove it. So I don't think they're really fearful. And that, that's literally fear is, what they, they, is what's used to control you. It's the lowest form of vibration, the lowest form of frequency. But low key, our shit is like a, it's like a form of like, it's like a lifestyle, bro. It's like how you're supposed to live at the same time. Like it's like a form of lifestyle. It's not really like a religion. It's like a lifestyle. Uh -huh. at the same time. So I believe it. Like it's like a lifestyle that you have to do to be a good person. You know what I'm saying? So it, is is a nation of Islam the same thing? A nation of Islam? Yeah. What you mean? Like what Farrakhan and them is. Who's Farrakhan? I don't know what Farrakhan is. Farrakhan? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all might know what I'm talking about. Is it like two different type of Muslim? What did Anil just say? Anil, Anil just said, nation of Islam is not the same thing. Yeah. Okay. That's what nation of Islam is. Oh, you don't know what that is? Oh, is it different? I know they have I don't, I don't totally, completely believe. I see. It's too different. I get you. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't know what that is.
I know what I believe in, though. Facts. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Because if you mislead, if, if you give, like, false information to us, that's, like, that's like a crazy sentence. So I don't want to talk about that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, bro. I feel so fucking weird right now. <laughs> 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 On top of Man, this guy, bro. Don't give no fucks. Oh, me. I ain't fearing nothing. Bro, you know cause it's like this shit, bro. Shit. We, we got 60 years, 70 years in this shit. Bro, that's what from. I'm saying, bro. It is what it is, bro. Shit. We'll see when we get there. The trip. We on the trip, bro. Chill, because I like y'all, bro. Nah, I ain't saying no shit like that. I feel you, but like, let me enjoy my time with y'all, bro. Nah, true, true, bro. bro. I have a good people around me, bro. I like to, I like y'all, bro. I don't like, I'm not ready. I feel you. I told y'all too deep. We ain't even scratched the surface. Like, nah, no, no, I'm holding back on so out. much shit, but it's like, there's more. Bro, it's, it's too. It's yeah, too I think so too. <laughs> yeah. We'll be here all night. Nigga, we looked up, nigga, 24 hours on the screen. <laughs> God damn, <laughs> nigga, we've been here for nigga. Nigga, on this bitch for 24 hours. Allahumma, I mean. Nah, yeah. Yeah, bro. I feel it though, shit, bro. I, I, I'm glad everybody, like you say, can fucking talk about it though. They were also excited like five minutes ago. Now it's just dead. Look at all of them. They're like, man, look what religion does to people, man. Look what religion does. <laughs> I can't wait for them to um, pick it up. Shit, bro, without being like, you know, like motherfuckers. Oh, you, it's scary, you, Neil. Oh, you little. Ooh. <laughs> you know? Aiden, Habibi, Aiden, there's no reason to be scared. All you need to do, accept Islam. Why would you need to be fearful? Why, like, Muslims are the, I'd say, the only people on the face of the earth, and especially if we look throughout history, who they weren't really scared of, of you know, passing. Even if it was in a bad way, like on the battlefield fighting in a war, they weren't scared of it. That's how Islam spread so beautifully. It, like, exploded in, you know, in the Middle East, and it went, uh, you know, to the borders of China and, and everywhere throughout Africa and, and all throughout Europe. It's because these people... They weren't scared. There's nothing to fear. I only fear Allah. And I only need to please Allah. Allah is the only one worthy of my worship and my obedience. So let me, you know, basically live in a way that's pleasing to Him. So there's nothing to be scared of, bro. This is a good thing, inshallah. And if you're scared, um, it, you're probably just, you know, you're, you're missing a, a bigger piece of the puzzle. I'm saying like, nah. It's scary because there's stuff I want to say. Because it's crazy, bro. I feel like we all four got something different. Like we we thinking. No, no. Believe it or you not, know what, you know what I'm just trying to say right now, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Real shit. I mean, what are you Christian, right? No. Are you not? Then you just. Nigga, I believe in the Creator. Uh, I, 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 I listen to myself, bro. Like my spirit, bro. You're spiritual. My spirit tell me to do, bro. I'm gonna do. Your intuition. Shit. That's what you listen. Intuition, bro. Because yep. I feel like I'm me, bro. I, like I said, the Bible shit, I, don't, I ain't never saw no Quran, bro. I ain't never laid hands on it, never seen it on Google Pics, none of that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't Let me tell you what happens when you, uh, you listen to your soul. Listening to your soul, your intuition, what is that? It's literally anything you were taught growing up. Anything that you're taught growing up that is programmed into you subconsciously, that you presuppose that it's good, you presuppose that it's true, that's what you end up falling back on. For example, we live in a secular, liberal capitalist society so your fundamental values are going to be liberal they're going to be secular they're going to be capitalistic they're going to be democratic these are your values deep down living in the west and until you really investigate these things 
and consciously think about maybe I should agree or disagree with it, you're going to fall back on those things. And that's why there's a huge narrative of, you know, you know, any way of life is okay. If anyone believes this religion, that's true. And if they believe that religion, then that's true as well. And all religions are true. And this, this is just, this is secular liberal garbage. I'm sorry. Not everything can be true. People can believe what they want. Okay, go for it. But this whole notion of, you know, I'm going to listen to myself and I'm true and you can listen to yourself and you're true. And uh, where does it lead you? Again, it goes back to the question. What if someone's soul is telling them to go off someone and go steal and go whatever? Because that's things we like as human beings, right? We don't like someone. Sometimes you want to get rid of them. You're hungry. Sometimes you want to eat. And if you can't afford food, you go and steal. Or sometimes you just want something nice. You can't afford it. So you go and you steal it. That's the people's soul telling them to do that. So why would that be something that, you know, is good and should be listened to? I would say it's the opposite, actually. Your soul needs to be restrained and it needs to be, be purified and cleansed through the remembrance of the one who created you and what that creator tells you is good and evil. We're going to take a little break for a super chat from Brother Laith. It says, peace be upon you all. It seems Aiden is well on his way to being a Muslim. Uh, Allah is the best of planners. Take care, everyone. Barakallah feek. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi my man. And inshallah, you know, all guidance is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rami, you have changed my mindset like three times from the start of this podcast. W-T-H, LOL. <laughs> May Allah bless you. I hope that's in a good way, inshallah. I can't really, I don't really know what you see, but far as me, like I said, I'm about my spiritual nigga. Some of it, bro, because I, I, I'm telling you, I didn't have, like, God then, like, whether it was God, whether it was creator, whether it was the spirit, I don't know what it was, because I ain't never met the spirit in person, nothing like that. But like I say, bro, I didn't have times where, like, bro, where a nigga wasn't even supposed to be here, keeping a whole hundred, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I didn't got shot at before. Look back, bullet hole right where my head was at, bro. You oh, know what God, I'm saying? That's crazy. But it's just like, damn, damn God, you got crazy. my back. That's crazy. So I just believe, like, whatever, you feel me? I know what you're saying to me. And that's mm -hmm. all that matters at the end of the day because I'm not nobody else. Right. And that's just what it is. What about you? You Christian? No. It's not a chill. All right. Look at me. Yeah, the Bible, the Bible, people, people be forgetting. They, they probably just don't even know. The Bible was is a curated book. You feel what I'm saying? Like the. Oh, you interrupted this flow, man. The original, the original, <laughs> see, the current Bible everybody like refers to when they try to defend Christianity literally has missing like the original. Like, there's so many books that was taken out of the Bible. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So it changed over time. Hell yeah! This the King James version is probably one of the most trans, the, the the most mistranslated version of the Bible. You wow. know what I'm saying? You see, with the cross, this, the first time it was made, it never changed. It's been the same since it was made. Yeah, yeah, so that's why people kind of like credit give. So who's the Quran? I think Ziaz. I think he's a very fair person. I think he's very fair. I think he. I think all of them are very new to this discussion. They're very new to this field, and since it's not talked about in their realm, because they're all like influencers, right? This, this stuff is not talked about in their field a lot. It has picked up, alhamdulillah, ever since Andrew Tate accepted Islam, which I think is a, is a phenomenal thing. But, you know, they're new to this discussion. So, obviously, you know, there's going to be a bit of ignorance on, on their part in some things. And, you know, may Allah guide them and, and you know, guide them to Islam, frankly. Alhamdulillah, Allahumma ameen. Um, but I, I do think that, that they are fair people. Especially, you know, Ziaz, I'm, I'm shocked that he's fair to, to say that about the Bible and to give credit to the Quran um, for being preserved. Oh, that's what they say. That's what they say. He brought it down to us. 
Yeah. Like one of the agents brought it down to us, and it just never changed ever since. And you got a copy of it or something? Or yeah, it like, it's a book. It's like it's like a book. Yeah. Oh, me. No, I'm just asking shit. Yeah, like yeah. a copy or how does it? So it's like an old ass piece. Like, nah, nah. It's, they got new versions. They got they got new versions. Yeah. They got new versions. It's like a book in Arabic. You just read. You got everything. Like, everything you want to find out in the Quran. Everything, no matter what. Everything. There's certain parts if you read it, it could drive you crazy because it's so scary. I Neil, I don't want to say it. Yeah. The whole vibe changed, bro. The whole tone of the discussion just changed. Niggas say, ain't it scared. What do you say? He just messed up in the head. Nah, bro, I don't feel like nobody wrong. Shit, you gonna yeah. do you, bro. It's your belief. That's what I'm saying, man. How the fuck you gonna be wrong, bro? And this is, I, I, I actually think he proved my point exactly. What he just said proved my point exactly. That is pure liberalism. Everyone do you. Everyone maximize the freedom of the individual. Everyone do whatever they want to do. And that thing is true. Yeah, if you want to believe in a, a fairy tale pony god, that is true. And if you want to believe in the one creator of the heavens and the earth with no partners, no sons, no associates, then that is also true. You know, it doesn't make sense. Astaghfirullah He's going to say I'm wrong. He's going to say you wrong. Like I said, I feel like we all four ain't on the same page. Yeah. On God, we not. But like. No, we are though. We are, but we, we all believe not. In high power. No, 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 no. But we all believe in high power. We, okay, so that's the thing. But we, are like, all, we are all four on the same page. I know that for a fact. It's just different. But the spiritual being, yeah, up top. Yeah, it's but different. It's different. It's different. It's different, it's different, different ways to get there, mm -hmm. but it's the same, but same, same yeah. concept. Same hundred percent. Hundred percent. I can say that. I think. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm telling you, oh, you're, you're actually really fucking smart. Nah, Zeke is a smart motherfucker. I was back a lot. <laughs> no, no, like Zeke actually knows what. But like even the about. New Year, yeah, bro, it's not even the real New Year. People think Jennifer for Jennifer is the real New Year. It's, it's not. not the real New Year. I know that too. Yeah, for us, we got only two. We got two um, holidays. Um, that indicate, what like, is it called? Eid? Eid Mubarak. Eid Mubarak, yeah. It's like Eid. One of them is that I sacrifice like an animal. Yeah. You sacrifice animals once? Yeah, bro. Damn. They go to like the slaughterhouse and we kill it. You, 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 you killed an animal before? Yeah, bro. What kind? Uh, lamb, goat, sheep. You have to eat it? Yeah, bro. I kill that shit and eat it. You eat it with your hands? Bro, we cook and eat it, yeah, bro. With your hands? Yeah. You say what? We kill a lamb or we kill animals and <laughs> uh, go eat it. <laughs> That's that's normal, bro. That's what you do when I was back in Africa. Cause back, cause they don't they don't do a certain prayer that, that we do before we eat. Like we gotta kill it a certain way, or it's not allowed. So we gotta do it ourselves. So why was old <laughs> Egypt like I said Egyptian? Like them <coughs> like you sacrifice humans and shit. Yeah, them niggas back then. That's different shit, huh? Yeah, I, don't know about that. I said niggas should sacrifice humans and shit. I think still to this day we ain't gonna act like it ain't fucking here. But pretty sure that's like Satanism or occultism. You know what I'm saying? It was talking about the old time. I mean, what they used to say. Then remember that time when they'd be like, "We gonna sacrifice this nigga," but if the sun rise on this day, we ain't gonna sacrifice this nigga. He's he's holy or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all just started movies and shit. I don't know if it's movies, just propaganda type shit. Probably propaganda. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know shit. I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? But shit. So what is the point? Point of what? Living. Damn, that's the a fucking question. What's the point? If you all if 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 you all believe in the higher power, you believe in that you're not supposed to be here, that this shit doesn't matter. What, why are we here? You know what I believe? Man. I believe this this life is a test. Man. If you're gonna you're gonna make it hell, you're gonna make it happen, depending on how you are on this earth, 
I like that. Here's what I believe in. I believe that everyone on earth serves the same purpose. But what is heaven? Heaven is where you get rewarded if you, if you be a good person here. There's certain like, levels of heaven, we believe. Zeke, I believe that everything on, I, I believe everything you do here, everyone has a different purpose on earth, but I believe that the overall purpose of our, like, our beings, we're all meant to kind of like help other people reach it. Like the, the um, kind of like the, uh, the, the same belief. That, bro, boom, he nailed it. He just nailed it, bro. He just explained Dawah, what Dawah is in a nutshell. And our purpose in life, our purpose in life is to worship one God, worship one creator. And the brother in the white, you know, in the white pants, he's right as well. It's a test. Allah says in the Quran, he did not create jinn kind or mankind except to test who is best indeed or who is good indeed. So what are good deeds and what does it mean to worship Allah? Well, to associate no partners with him and all that stuff and to obey him. And what does he say to do? He tells us to go and invite other people to the truth because there's always going to be non-Muslims. There's always going to be disbelievers, right? So we go and we invite them to the truth of Islam. That's exactly what he just said. There's a belief that is true and that is good. And our duty in life is to help other people reach that same truth. That's what the Prophet did. And he trained, you know, Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali and uh, Musa ibn Umar and, and all these beautiful Sahaba, radiallahu anhum, may Allah be pleased with them. Trained all of them. And what did they do? Within a few decades of the death of the Prophet, peace be upon him, Islam expanded, like I mentioned, to the borders of China, Africa, Europe, and basically all over. SubhanAllah, Islam, the expansion of Islam was is a phenomenal point in history. It's not given enough clout, to be honest. It's not given an, enough attention. There's nothing on the face of the earth that spread that fast without forced conversions, without force. If you look at what Christianity did, maybe they spread and whatever, yeah. But a lot of the time, they forced people, literally. They abducted people and said, this is now your belief. In Islam, there was no such thing. For example, when the Muslims conquered Khorasan, they allowed people to still worship idols and be pagans. They, they didn't stop them. But over time, people just accepted Islam because they saw how beautiful it was. They saw it was the truth. And I think the biggest thing we could take from this, I'm going to stop it here because the brother is going to give a shahada soon. The biggest thing that we could take from this is although all four of them might disagree on, on a few things here and there, they all agree on what point? They all agree that there is one creator worthy of worship. There is one creator. All of them know that deep down. From the Muslim to the confused one to the one who wants to be spiritual, they all believe in one creator. Why is that? It's because human beings, before we came on this earth, Allah asked us to testify. Am I not your Lord? And we, we said, yes, you are our Lord. You are Allah. You are our God. And Allah created us and put us on this earth with a fitrah, knowing exactly that. And that's why no one on the face of the earth can ever truly be an atheist. They can claim they are. They can't substantiate it. And I believe genuinely all atheists deep down inside know that God exists. I genuinely believe that. And there was a study done at Oxford uh, University and that they, they demonstrated that as well. They went to young kids of all different ages and different backgrounds and they asked them all, do you believe in God or a higher being or creator? They all said yes or at least the vast majority as far as I know. But as far as what I've heard is basically everyone was born with that. So alhamdulillah, I think at the end of the day, the truth, and this is what Allah says in the Quran, right? The truth is clear and distinct from falsehood. And when truth comes, falsehood vanishes. If I tell you, you know, if you couldn't see my hat right now and I said, my hat is green, my hat is green, my hat is green, then I did this, you're like, bro, that's white. What the heck are you talking about? You can no longer believe that it's green because you've seen for yourself the evidence. It's very clear. So, 
same thing when it comes to you know islam and with truth of religion and so on and so forth once you're given the evidence yani that's it you cannot argue against it so that being said brother jared are you ready to accept islam if you are just turn on your camera inshallah and i will bring you into the stream so we can get started i think i am two minutes late all right i'm just gonna bring you up yo my man jared how you doing good man how are you i'm good i'm good are you excited i am actually all right amazing so without delaying any longer i'm just gonna ask you a few questions they're very simple not trick questions don't worry um just to make sure your your fundamental beliefs are in line and then we're going to take the shahada and you will accept the stamp so firstly do you believe that there is only one god worthy of worship 100 percent. and do you believe in the angels of god that he describes in the quran yes and do you believe in the prophets and the messengers that God has sent to the world? Yes. And do you believe in the books and the revelation that God sent with them, like the, the original Torah, the original gospel, the Quran, and so on and so forth? 100%. Perfect. And do you believe in divine you know, destiny or decree from God? Yes, sir. And do you believe in life after death in the day of judgment? 100%. Perfect. Beautiful. So alhamdulillah. That's perfect. I'm just going to share my screen so you can follow along as we go. So you're just going to repeat after me in Arabic, okay? Sure. All right. Ashhadu. Ashhadu. An la. An la. Ilaha. Ilaha. Illallah. Illallah. Wa ashhadu. Wa ashhadu. Anna. Anna. Muhammadan. Muhammadan. Abduhu. Abduhu. Wa. Wa Rasulu Rasulu. Now repeat after me in English. I bear witness. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship. That there is say it again. That there is none worthy of worship. There is none worthy of worship. Except for Allah. Except for Allah. And I bear witness. And I bear witness. That the Prophet Muhammad. That the Prophet Muhammad is the servant. Is the servant and messenger of Allah. And messenger of Allah. Takbir. Allahu Akbar. Welcome, Jared, to Islam. You're now officially a Muslim. That is how easy it is to become a Muslim. Alhamdulillah. That's how beautiful Islam is, Yani. You recognize the truth. You accept it. And there's no long, drawn-out conversion process. You accept that Islam is the truth. You say the shahada. You, you declare that this is the truth. You accept one God worthy of worship in the Prophet Muhammad as his messenger. And you are a Muslim. Alhamdulillah. How do you feel, Jared? Amazing. Thank you. Of course. So <clears throat> I do want to hear about your story. But I think what might be a little bit better is that since Colin is here, I'll bring Colin in. He will give his shahada as well. Because I said we do have two today, alhamdulillah. And then you can we can all discuss the three of us, our Perfect. journeys and all that stuff. So Colin, give me a thumbs up if you're ready to be brought in. All right. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Colin, my man, how you doing, bro? I'm good, I'm good. That's good. So Brother Jared here just said his shahada, alhamdulillah, and now we're going to help you, you know, accept Islam as well. So Perfect. first, I'm just going to ask you a few very basic questions just to see if your basic beliefs are in line with Islam. Perfect. So firstly, do you believe that there's only one God worthy of worship? Yes. And do you believe in the angels that God describes in the Quran? Yes. And do you believe in the prophets and the messengers that God sent to the world? I do. 
And do you believe in the books and the revelation that God has sent with them? Yes. Do you believe in um, divine decree and destiny from God? Yes. And do you believe in life after death and the day of judgment? Yes. Perfect. You're just going to repeat after me. Can you see the screen? Yes, I can. All right. Ashhadu. Ashhadu. An la. An la. Ilaha. Ilaha. Ilallah. Ilallah. Wa ashhadu. Wa ashhadu. Anna. Anna. Muhammadan. Muhammadan. Abduhu. Abduhu. Wa. Wa. Rasulu. Rasulu. Now just repeat after me in English. I bear witness. I bear witness. That there is none worthy of worship. That there is none worthy of worship. Except for Allah. Except for Allah. And I bear witness. And I bear witness. That the Prophet Muhammad. That the Prophet Muhammad. Is the servant. Is the servant. And messenger of Allah. And messenger of Allah. Allahu Akbar. Thank so you. now, alhamdulillah, two beautiful brothers have just accepted Islam. You can see, you know, the brightness on their face, how happy they are, alhamdulillah. And this is definitely a it's, beautiful... It's been a long time coming. A long time coming. Okay, so let's get into that. So let's start with you, Colin, then. It's been... Uh, so when I first started, uh, it was I was very ignorant on Islam when I first, like, began learning about it. I was actually, like, God forgive me, but I was making fun of Muslims because I was so ignorant on it. I had thought, like, the very Western point of view. I thought that they were terrorists. And then my friend had informed me. He said, just do your research on it. And the more I did research, the more I said, this is genuinely what I believe. Wow. I always had an issue with Christianity. I was born a Christian. I was baptized when I was young. I was raised in a Christian home. But it never made sense to me. God can't be a human. He's immortal. Jesus died. So it's just, I don't know. A lot of the, a lot of questions were in Christianity. And that I posed these questions before I even knew about Islam. And it all just fell in line. And it was just perfect for me. Wow. So what, what were some of the things that you maybe you, you didn't know about Islam, but once you learned, you're like, wow. you know. I didn't even know it was Abrahamic. I, I didn't even know that it was, they believed in Jesus. I didn't know anything like that. Like I was so ignorant on it. And so many people are. Wow. Wow. Very beautifully said. So what message do you have for the people that maybe were in your shoes a four time ago when you didn't know much about Islam? Just do, just, just, I, Islam opened my eyes to a lot of things. I, I don't believe what anybody says. I do my own research for my own opinion. Islam is very beautiful. And I feel like if you're questioning, if you should convert to Islam, I, if you feel like it's true in your heart, which it is in mine, I feel like you should just do it. That's very beautifully said. And what I really like about your answer is, although you literally just accepted Islam, you realize that this is not something where you're like, oh, just just accept it. You know, you don't need evidence. You don't don't need proof. It doesn't need to make sense. You know, just trust mm -hmm. and take blind faith and trust that this is right and you'll be good. You know, Islam is based on evidence, rationality. Yes. You know, it has to make sense. And the Quran and Islam and the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, they're all self-evident. You know, they they prove themselves. You can verify these things. Alhamdulillah. So, uh, any final words before we pass it on to Brother Jared, Colin? Mm. Well, the one thing I will say, one uh, Quran verse that really, I don't know the verse off the top, but it was about iron. And a lot of people don't talk about the miracle of iron when it said that Allah has sent iron down for mankind. Mm -hmm. And people don't know that iron actually came from meteoroids. Yeah. So that is just like, that was mind blowing to me. Like, that was like, wow, how would he know? You know, how would yeah. Muhammad know if he wasn't really the messenger of God? Yeah, that's very beautifully said. And, you know, subhanAllah, it's subhanAllah means, you know, praise be to God. 
it's amazing because that's one example, but there are so many other things. Like, for example, yes. the Egyptian hieroglyphics were lost for a lot of time. Like, for years, they were lost. And then the Rosetta Stone, once we found it, it had passages written in three different languages. One is Egyptian hieroglyphics. So they were able to translate that Rosetta Stone um, and understand hieroglyphics again. So the Quran mentions Beautiful. someone with Pharaoh named Haman, and Pharaoh asked Haman to build him a staircase. So it gives him a name, Haman, and describes him as like kind of an architect or you know some kind of uh, designer or someone who would you know design a construction or make a construction for Pharaoh. And Haman in the Bible was someone who wasn't even around at the time of Pharaoh. He actually in, in the Book of Esther worked for King Xerxes. So people would look at that and say, look, you're just taking names and switching them and changing history and we're not going to fall for it. But what did they find? When they, when they you know, were able to uncover Egyptian hieroglyphics and understand them again, they went to a list of people who worked for who we believe was Pharaoh, I believe Ramses II, and they found Haman as a, a type of architect. How on earth would the Prophet, peace be upon him, know that? And that's, exactly. again, another small example of so many. There's a lot of them. I've, every, the more research you do, the more you'll find that it absolutely absolutely so very beautifully said thank you so much colin let's yep. jump to brother jared now why don't you tell us a bit about your story and why you you know decided to accept islam you know very similar to colin i was very ignorant to islam i think mainly had to do with my my father was a soldier and he's he fought in iraq for many years so there's this distorted deception on what muslims are right I was always told that they're it's an evil religion, you know, that these are bad people, so on and so forth. And also very similar to Colin, like Christianity never made sense to me. I, I've actually been very tortured inside when it comes to Christianity ever because my very first memory of being in church, I was uh, probably four years old, if that, maybe three and a half. And I went to Sunday school for the very first time. And uh, a little girl had came up to me and she said, hey, are you Christian? Thinking that she was asking me if that was my name. But I said, no, I'm. And before I could even say my name, she just goes, oh, you're going hell. And that one experience drifted me away from Christianity for a very long time. Wow. And um, I've tried to reintroduce it back into my life just because of my family, you know, and Every single time I've tried to reintroduce it, something just didn't seem right every time. Um, I tried going to like a church camp and I found myself almost basically lying to myself because I wanted to be accepted. And what I mean by that is um, when they're singing and doing everything, they raise their hand symbolizing that they're being saved by Jesus. But I'm this lone kid, right? So I did it myself. And then I realized that I am lying to myself. I really don't believe what they're telling me or, or what they're saying. Um, another, I jump forward, 18 years old. I go to church again. And at this time, I was living with an uncle because I was a pretty delinquent child, to say the least. <laughs> and I was having substance abuse issues, you know. So um, I, I went again. And the very first thing the pastor came up and told me was, you're not dressed properly for church. Well, I, I didn't know there was a dress code, man. I'm, my bad. <laughs> okay. 
so again, that, that was just another bad experience. I tried again at 19 years old. I tried going again, and uh, I went to introduce myself to the pastor. It's just something I always wanted to do, you know, just go and talk to the person that's going to be leading the sermon, right? And he said, son, you do know, realize that you might go to hell for the tattoos you have. And I'm, and that very, and right then and there, I was, I was like, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. And then about, I would say I was 21 years old and I, uh, I took a heroic dose to say the least of mushrooms, if I'm being completely honest. And, um, during this experience, I had just, a a very clear voice in me to say, follow the creator. And I didn't even know what that really meant at all, but I had gotten a, I got a tattoo to kind of like symbolize what I'd felt. Right. Um, so having the creator in my life was the number one thing, you know, and that's all I looked forward to, but I also had an issue that spiritually about doing this alone. I didn't, I didn't, want to praise God by myself because honestly, again, I was ignorant to what all was out there. And then uh, about two months ago, shout out to the Warner. I got recommended a video from the algorithm on YouTube and he shared his Dawa to the public. Right. And uh, I realized that, wow, this is actually exactly what I believe in, you know, um, and ever since then, I've been quite, um, I would say, almost borderline obsessed with wanting to learn more. You know what I mean? And um, it's been a beautiful experience so far. Uh, I, I, like I, I mentioned to you in, on Instagram that I do read my Quran every single night, at least a couple of pages, you know, to educate myself. Um, but yeah, that's... Wow. I mean, wow. That's that's a very powerful story, man. SubhanAllah. It, it actually, it makes me a bit emotional to hear because it just reminds me how big of a blessing Islam is, you know, how much of a blessing Islam is. Alhamdulillah. And, and um, mm -hmm. one thing during the Aiden Ross clip, how he was saying how um, religion, Christianity or whatever is fear driven, you know, and um, I can understand that because every time I, you go to a, like a Christian church and they're shouting at you that if you don't do this, you're going to hell, blah, 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 blah. And it, it can mess with you mentally. You know what I mean? And just like it did me ever since I was four years old. But Wow. Yeah. So with, with that being said, let me give you guys a few very beautiful verses from the Quran or very beautiful facts about Islam. So first and foremost, in Islam, no matter who... Or, or in who they are or what they've done in the past, once they accept Islam, they've, they've gone from a state of ignorance of not knowing to a state of knowing and accepting Islam. So Allah and the Prophet ﷺ, he says in a hadith that Islam basically forgives all sins. That when a person first comes into Islam, anything, anything that they've done in the past in the eyes of Allah is forgiven. So we actually, my, my co-host and my brother Anhil, he has tattoos, he has sleeves of tattoos. Um, from before he accepted Islam And he also had people You know, try and jump on him Like, hey, why you got tattoos and blah, blah, whatever But, you know, these people are ignorant They don't know that Allah has already forgiven him for the tattoos 
Allah has forgiven him. So for you as well, Allah has forgiven you for your tattoos. There's no need to get them removed and go through that pain. And Allah has forgiven you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and once you read the Quran, you'll get to this verse. I think it's in Surah Zumar. I think it might be 39, I'm not sure, but it says, he says, tell my servants um, who have transgressed against the, their selves, you know, by committing sins or whatever, do not despair, don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah forgives all sins and it is him who is the most forgiving and the most merciful. Now that is Allah. That's our creator, the one that created you and me. This is how merciful he is. Alhamdulillah. Great. Man. And that's a reminder to myself first and foremost. I'm about to make myself cry, man. <laughs> so honestly, I think the, the best conversations and podcasts are just the ones that flow naturally. So the floor is all yours. Anything you guys want to talk about, let's just chop it up, inshallah. Yeah, um just I don't know. Uh I'm still very ignorant on a lot of it. So that's why I'll continue like watch the channel, you know, learn more and more and more, you know. Because your channel, that was the main reason that found out I could, you know, become or could convert. Because I didn't, there's no, like, mosque around. You know, I live in a pretty un-Islamic area of the world. So, it was, uh, it was like, and also halal me. I can't really get my hands on that. But I do my best to get, like, no antibiotics in the meat. And uh, I just try to do my best with all that. Alhamdulillah, that's good, man. That's good. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, He knows that you guys have just accepted Islam. Allah doesn't expect anyone, even me, I've been practicing for a few years, alhamdulillah, He doesn't expect anyone to be perfect. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to still make mistakes today, literally. I'm going to probably walk out of my room and make a small mistake here and there. You guys are going to make mistakes, but know that you don't have to be perfect ASAP. Because Allah rewards the person who when they slip and they commit sins or they, they, they fall, forget or mess up, they ask for forgiveness and they intend to do better. And they consistently work on themselves to be a better version of themselves. And it's actually, I think it's beautiful that Allah has created humans and not allowed them to reach any kind of perfection. Because we're always striving to be better for His sake, alhamdulillah. And may Allah allow us to do that. You know, what has actually like about Islam that has cleared my conscience quite a bit is... Um, so I, I have two young kids, very little, and my wife was raised as a catholic and it took her a very long time to come and ask me can i do you mind if we uh get have our children baptized you know and of course who am i to say no right this is my wife this is her belief i think um, i should respect that and uh, when i heard that islam doesn't believe in the original sin it made me feel so much better because when i i was pretty much told that like why are they getting baptized as babies? And um, the fear was if something happened to them as babies, they would go to the hellfire pretty much. And that that almost kind of destroyed me that why would that even be a belief with something so innocent and perfect in our eyes? You know what I mean? Um, but that's actually helped me so much. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. That's Man, that's that's beautiful. And you guys are going to find and, you know, it's, it's crazy because even today there are things that I've I'm learning literally like, you know, in the last few days that I hear and I'm, I just like I'm astonished. Um, I was watching. I just I discussed this earlier. I don't know if you guys um, uh, were listening in, but there's a video uh, on a channel named Blogging Theology. 
and um, he was hosting a session with Dr. Um, Ali Atai, who is a, a scholar, a PhD, and he understands Arabic, Hebrew, and Greek. And he was explaining how Jesus not being crucified is an actual is actually a plausible historical, um, you know, outlook on what what happened. And he goes through the, the the passion narratives of Jesus dying for the sin and all that stuff, and he basically dismantles them. And he quotes other authorities who have said that you know this piece here was taken from this piece of Greek folklore earlier. And you know Mark was a really good storyteller because there are certain things that culturally did not make sense that he had to put it in. For example, a tomb above ground. It doesn't make sense for Jesus to be buried below ground because how is anyone going to see the tomb is empty? Mm -hmm. so it had to be above ground. This is against their tradition of, of giving a... And where did the tomb come from? It actually was donated from someone who didn't even know Jesus but just decided to give it to... Like, there's a lot of things that don't make sense, but they're really good stories. So when you look at it from that perspective, you know, my heart feels the same thing that your guys' hearts feel when you're like, wow, that makes sense. That's what I believe. That makes sense. So, man, it's beautiful. Alhamdulillah. It really is. Ever since I started doing research on Islam, I feel like, like Allah has been like showing me. Like I never used to dream. And ever since I've been dreaming about like things I was unsure about. And he was like telling me like, this is what you should do. Got me a good job. Like everything. Like Alhamdulillah. I, it's, it's insane. Like the more I learn, the more I know that that's true. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rab. Yeah. And, um, yeah, go on. In the, I, I'm right there with him. The past two and a half, three months or so, pretty much from the video that I watched with the Warner, I, I quit smoking cigarettes, cold turkey. Wow. I, it, it was rough for like 48 hours, but I just continued to like pray with myself, continue to go. Still, I don't smoke. I smoked marijuana for probably 14 years of my life, New Year's Eve quit that um and uh basically trying to take myself more seriously as a person take care of myself spiritually and physically you know and um without researching and doing all this i don't think i'd still be in the same loop of i guess i would say almost self-destruction in a sense you know wow wow subhanallah and you know that's the difference between you know Islam and something like liberalism, because liberalism tells people to maximize their own personal freedom and to go for whatever you know pleases them, to go for their own pleasure. So people, when they smoke a cigarette, they're like you know they get a good buzz or they get a good feeling or it takes the edge off or whatever you know they feel. But that's a, an instant gratification. You become addicted. It becomes harmful. And then long term, you're really literally just killing yourself. I shouldn't yeah. say that word on live, but you're really just over time harming your body. Islam believes in prevention, not, not some kind of cure or treatment after you hurt yourself. It says don't hurt yourself to begin with. So Islam would not allow such a thing. But where we grow up, they're like, listen, we don't care if you, if you offer yourself after 30 years of living, um, if you live the, the best 30 years of your life. Um, it's very sad. It's very hedonistic. But I've also been w so much a way better husband to my wife in the past two and a half months. Also, uh, I treat her more like a queen, like Allah says. So um, this might even be a little embarrassing to say, but like 
masturbation isn't even attractive anymore to me. I, you know, any of those kind of desires I've completely washed from myself. And uh, that's been a beautiful experience also. I didn't really know how much connection I was really missing until I just threw everything away and I guess put everything in Allah's hands, you know. Alhamdulillah. That's beautiful. Honestly, honestly, subhanAllah, like, I don't know what else to say except that's beautiful. You know, that's, that's what Islam does. That's what belief in Allah does to a person. It gives them an understanding of why, you know. Why am I going to avoid this thing if it gives me pleasure? And why am I going to do this thing if it's like a little tedious or a little difficult? It's because the, the thing in actually, Allah summarizes in the Quran. says, you may love a thing which is bad for you and you may hate a thing which is good for you. You don't know and Allah knows. That's literally my whole point summarizing a few words, alhamdulillah. But one thing I want to make mention of is there are two, I guess, two types of tests from Allah. You know, one is a test of when he gives you things that we see as abundance, goodness, you know, a lot of money or a good job or a good spouse or children or so on and so forth. And the other test is the opposite where Allah restricts something from you. He takes something from you, he takes money. He takes a family member. He, he takes your job away, you know, things like that that we see as negative. Allah says in, in the Quran, Surah Al-Fajr, He describes when He when He tests a person and He gives them. And after He says, and when He tests a person and He takes away from them, He describes them both as tests. So in your life, in your lives, you guys will experience difficulty. And you will experience, you know, you know, glad tidings and good things and, and abundance. But the Prophet, peace be upon him, he told us how to deal with both. And he said it in a very beautiful way. He said, how amazing is the state of a believer? How amazing is it? That when he's, when he's basically given something good, he's given goodness and abundance, he's grateful to Allah and that's better for him. And when he's given something that's difficult, he's patient and that is better for him. Meaning that when Allah gives you something, he gives you a million dollars and you instantly go, Alhamdulillah, thank you, Ya Allah. And you're consciously, constantly, consistently grateful to Allah. You're getting more good deeds for the fact that you are blessed and you think you're grateful to Allah. And when you're being tested, he takes something away and you're patient saying, Allah will take me out of the situation. Allah will make this easier. Allah will take this away. Then you're getting rewarded just for that patience, subhanAllah. You know, we're all men. We go out, we work probably. If you have a physically or, or mentally, emotionally draining job, when you get home and your head hurts, you get home and your back hurts, Allah is rewarding you for that. So long as you have the right intentions, Allah is rewarding you for even those things, alhamdulillah. So, I don't want, because a few reverse, you know, sometimes they accept Islam and something difficult happens to them. They're like, oh my God, this is a sign I shouldn't be a Muslim. This is a sign that Allah loves you. Because there's another hadith when the Prophet he said that when Allah intends a person to be raised in status in a way that they basically are not going to bring themselves to by doing good or whatever, Allah tests them. Because that test is, is basically going to basically erase some of their bad deeds, ex expiate some of their bad deeds, and give them good deeds for being patient and so on and so forth. So being tested sometimes, alhamdulillah, is beautiful. And last thing I'm going to say, because I know I spoke a lot, I've been tested, alhamdulillah, a good bit in the last few years. I'm going to be honest. But it has not been anywhere close to when I was tested and I, I wasn't thinking of Allah and I didn't have the outlook on Islam. And I don't want to get into details, but like if I was given this test years ago, I would have crumbled. I would have crumbled like nothing, honestly. But I wasn't even scared, to be honest. I wasn't even scared of whatever outcome might, might happen because I just knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was going to take care of it. Alhamdulillah, it seems like Allah did. Sure. Kind of reminds me of a quote from Mike Tyson. He says, uh, 
God sometimes punish you, punishes you by giving you everything you ever want just to see how you handle it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think Mike Tyson might actually be a Muslim. I don't know if he's super practicing, but he went to um to Umrah recently, actually. He traveled to to the Kaaba in Mecca and Saudi Arabia and so on and so forth. So um Alhamdulillah, I think he's a Muslim as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Alhamdulillah. SubhanAllah. All right. Uh, I think this has been a, a tremendous stream, Alhamdulillah. And this has been such a beautiful way to end it. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts or notes for the audience? Hmm. No, I'm okay. I think that's about it. I got to do some research and like to properly pray. That's the one thing I know I got to do. Yeah, don't worry. Inshallah, we're going to um, we're gonna get you guys situated. We're going to discuss what the next steps are and hopefully get you set up with you know your, mus- your mosque and your, your local mosque in the community and or at least somebody online who can walk you through and help you with it. Inshallah. Yeah. Okay. Thank All you. right. Of course. And Jared, my man, how about you? Any final words? Um, just search for the truth and the truth will come to you. I believe that's what I did. And uh, work for me. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Jazakallah khair, guys. May Allah bless you both immensely. Inshallah, we will definitely touch base afterwards. And I'll see you guys soon. Assalamu Thank, you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Of course. It's our pleasure. My heart is soft. It's softened. It's mush. Alhamdulillah. What else is there to say, man? What else is there to say? And with that being said, Allahumma atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adhab al-nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.